If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. We're back for a second season. I know it's been a while, but uh, after doing so many eps, uh, it was time for me to take a bit of a break. Had to move house. Uh, relationships changing, all that kind of stuff. But we're back, baby. 2021. We're alive and well. Uh, well, some of us. Uh, so we've got a whole stack of uh, new stories, new good yarns to share with you this season. A bunch of people I'm stoked to throw your way. We're going to do about 10 or so eps, then we'll take another break in the season just to stop me from burning out and make it easier to find some more good yarns for you. Uh, so in this season, if you want to get around it, at Good Yarns Pod is the Instagram to follow. At Wicked Shad is mine. I'm going to be in Adelaide for some shows of uh, Shad and Pete Save the World uh, starting in March as well. So uh, check out all those details in the show notes or on my socials. Let's get kicked, uh, Let's kick this bad boy off with our next guest. Uh, Emma Zamet, she's a comedian. Uh, I got to meet her doing a bunch of gigs um, late last year with all the COVID stuff. She moved to Brisbane where I'm at. Um, we did a whole bunch of gigs together. She's worked in the radio industry, much like myself. And uh, she's a self-proclaimed... Um, just one of those people that always has crazy stuff happen to her. Um, and you'll learn a bit about that in a few extra stories that she decides to tell at the top of this Good Yarns before we get into the main story of the app. And it's, uh, it's a perplexing moment she had in her life. Ask yourself this. You're standing by the side of the road, a car flies past and some narcotics fall out of that car. What do you do? And what would you do if that was out the front of your kid's school? We'll find out what Emma's decision was later on in her story. A couple of good short ones up the top. If you do like Zamet and everything she has, get around her podcast. It's called Quite the Pickle. It is with uh, Jacques Barrett, who's also been on Good Yarns before, and it is awesome. So uh, I'll put the link to that bad boy in there as well. But for now, please enjoy the first Good Yarns of Season 2 with Emma Zamet called Weed Mum. Joy. Do you want to hear a couple of other, of course, that happened to you? Sure. Give me a few other of Before forces. we lead up to the big one. Hey, I might get multiple episodes out of this. It'll yeah. be great. <laughs> um, so we, my husband and I watched uh, Kieran Lyons, a comedian, did an ABC um, show about he became homeless for... A week, mm. um, and there was like a few I other. I remember that show, yeah. yeah the yeah. Doctor Andrew, someone, and anyway, my husband and I watched it. Very insightful. We got like an look. If this was a random thing for my husband to do, I absolutely to watch the show. No, well, yes, that. Yeah, the fact I've roped him into a let's be homeless show, like <laughs> yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Um, but the other, so we, I guess it kind of moved him a bit, which. So we were, go, we were going to Sydney the next day in Brisbane. We were about to get on a plane and um, he walked into the house with a he, – he just had to pick up something for the Sydney flight, but he had a roast chicken in his hands. And I was like, why have you got a roast, roast chook? We're about to get on a flight. He's like, don't even fucking start me. And I was like, what happened? And he goes, well, your stupid homeless show, it moved me, all right? <laughs> I had a bit of a moment. And he goes, and there's this homeless guy that was hovering around Woolworths. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go buy him something to eat after what we watched. And so he went and bought a chook and he kept the receipt so the guy could have it so he can say, I didn't steal this. And he goes to the mate, he, he goes to the guy, here you go, mate, here's a chook for your dinner. And here's the receipt if anyone asks. And he goes, I don't want your fucking chicken. <laughs> Chickens are cannonballs. They eat each other. That is disgusting. You could have done better. Wow. And my, my husband was like, that is the last time I <laughs> ever get moved by a TV show and do anything. <laughs> so now we're about to board a plane with a home, with a with a chook, a barbecue chook, and his receipt's still stuck to it. He's like, I am never, ever doing anything <laughs> again. <laughs> what a picky homeless bastard, I though. I know, right? Fuck it out. No, those chickens are cannonballs. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, eat yeah. each other. <laughs> Anyway. You know what else kid these chickens had though? <laughs> yeah. A roof over their head. <laughs> so <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. I really shouldn't. Um and then what else did I write down my little <laughs> nose? Um <laughs> There's a time when this is another of course it happened to you moment. I feel like there's little these are little stories to build up to what happened last week. So I was pregnant, I was eight and a half months pregnant. Right. And I was doing my like final scan and we just came out of the, and I just had my hair blow waved and, you know, in case I went into labor. Wait, wait, so you you had your hair, what's that like done? You had your hair done. Yeah, a lot of girls do it. In case you went into labor? Yeah, a lot of girls do it. For the photos? I'll explain why. No, not for the photos. (laughs) Fuck, you know me, I'm not that vain. I was going to say, why the fuck are you getting your hair done? Why are you getting your hair Oh, for the first impression when the baby sees it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I really want him to think that I'm great. (laughs) You only get one first impression. I really want to make sure I look good for my my new (laughs) child. Oh my god! Well, the, the baby's baby. gonna come yeah. out and go. Oh fuck! I've lucked out here. Oh, dirty! Your hair's in a your hair's in a ponytail. Who are you? Just tries to get back into your vagina. Not my mother. No, nah, I'm out. I'm out. Please be an adoption. Please be an adoption. <laughs> what? Are you, oh my gosh! No, girl, women always what do it because you just literally never know when you're going to get your hair washed again. Because oh, is that why it's like yeah, the last time like you'll ever last get to? Time you'll never step foot in a hairdresser's for at least the next four months because of the baby. Because of the baby, you yeah, don't have right. the luxury of just walking out of the house for a three-hour hair appointment. Right. I mean, I don't have kids. I've got a dog, which is arguably harder. And yeah. um, oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah, well, mm. my dog will never know what I'm saying to it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, eventually, if you do the right thing... The problem your, is your our children know. do know what we're saying <laughs> to them and everything that comes out of my mouth could potentially set them up to like for therapy <laughs> in life. I have to be Mate, conscious just, of just, everything I do. Just know that that's it. Yeah. Like, you, they are going to have to. Yeah. I think if you just kind of accept that, then maybe oh, that's going to be I'm fine. I'm pretty sure your dog gets a gist of what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, even if he doesn't understand English. Um, so... But yeah, so you, so, so you got your hair done. Um, anyway, so I got my hair done. So walking out of, the he- out of the hospital, everything is good with the baby. We're walking towards the car um, and I, like, felt a breeze in my hair. And I was like, I just give my hair a bit of a shake. 
And then I just felt um, something fall onto my forehead. And I am incredibly arachnophobic, like beyond, like, Ned Flanders scream, which is a big a big deal for me because I've got a pretty deep voice. Like I get there when there's a spider, I get to that note. Like I'm seriously fearful of them. And where are you when you flicked your hair? I'm just in the middle of the street. Okay. So somehow a huntsman has fallen on my head. Wow. And I am eight and a half months pregnant, <laughs> and I went into a full blown panic meltdown in the middle of the street. So there's cars driving around me. While I'm like, get off my head! <laughs> Fuck! And I'm like screaming. My husband's trying to get it. At one stage, he just he picks it up and flicks it. But as he flicks it, it lands into our car with the door open. <laughs> so now the huntsman's running all the way through my car. I'm still in the middle of the road just having a full-blown panic attack that a fact that a huntsman got that close to not only my body, my face. <laughs> and then the, my husband's trying to kill it and he kill, finally sm- smashes it against the window. <laughs> And I d- made him drive straight to a car wash to get the whole inside of the car clean because I just had the heebie-jeebies that he'd somehow like laid eggs or something like that in the car. <laughs> so that happened to me. Um, do you want to hear what happened last week? I do want to hear. I want to hear what happened last week. Okay. So last week I was Friday afternoon. It was school pickup time. Okay. And I was dri- interesting way to start a, a a story about being like about weed, yes, about marijuana. It is, <laughs> so isn't it all it? began at school pickup time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm walking up the hill. I'm about twenty meters from school. Yeah, and I'm walking up a bit of a steep hill to get to the to the gate of the school, and another school mum joins me on the walk. Mm-hmm. Now, kind of, I know this woman, um, but I don't know how. F- her enough to really let her know my true self. Yeah, you know okay. when you're like, and like yeah. I'm a pretty honest person, and I'm a very sweary person. Yeah, and I, you know, love a good sea bomb mm-hmm. and love a, you know, what's up, cunts, you know, love mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But I, when I'm when you're in the school grounds, you've yeah. got to be real reserved and pull, pull back, pull back. Kind yeah. of <laughs> so she's one of those mums. I'm not not quite there yet to know my limitations with her, and we're chit chatting away, and then this. Black forward drive comes speeding around this bend that we're on and throws something out the window. And it's a huge noise. Mm. And we kind of stopped and a few people had noticed it, but they just kept on walking. And I said to her, that looks like metal and that's going to fuck someone's tire up Mm. if they come back around the other corner. So nice of me. That is think? nice. You are good. Yeah, you yeah. really are putting on a facade so, for this lady. So I, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Usually you'd be like, let's be like, wait and see it yeah, happen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I went over and picked it up. And on the top of the tin, it says Katz's tin, C-A-T-Z's tin. And I flip it over. Mm. It's a black kind of metal tin. And I flip it over and there's one magnet on one side, but there's a magnet that's missing. And I look back at the road and I'm like, okay. I know what's going on here. Yeah, okay. So I flip it open and inside is close to two ounces of weed. Whoa, how big is this container? It's big. Wow. And it's tightly packed. So weed. you're assuming that it was probably stuck on the bottom of the car or something? like. I'm also like assuming it's two ounces, but I wouldn't have a clue what two ounces looks like these days. It's not like I'm regularly dealing it's two ounces. Big. 
Okay, maybe an ounce and a half. I could be exaggerating for the story. It's, but it was a it's lot. It's a lot of weed. Yeah. It was a lot of weed. I instantly shut it. Yeah. And I was like, just sizing her up. Yeah, she's seen you pick it she's up. Seen, oh, she's seen the whole thing. She's seen you look at the container? She's seen me look at it. I'm like, she's behind my back. Oh, so no. She, so she knows. She knows. And I, she goes, was that? And I go, yeah, that was. And she's like, and now I'm in a bit of a predicament. Yeah. Because I'm like, do I say, hey, let's go sneak over there and divide this? <laughs> or would you go? I better. I better give this to, to the, the authorities. Yes. Or, and then what if I do say that? And she's like, "No, we're not going to keep it." She's and then I'm. Be- and then bird. I become the drug mum at school. Yeah. How old are your kids? Five. Oh yeah, it's an early. It's too early to get it's, that label. It's too early. Yeah, for yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, like if my kids you are have to 16, move schools. Yeah, you have to move <laughs> schools, right? So I'm. I'm Fully sizing you up, and I go, well, <laughs> I can't go walk into school and get the kids because the smell is overwhelming. Like, it would bring a whole new meaning to crop dusting through the school playground <laughs> if I went in there, right? It's just this drip, drip feeding weed smell as I walk past every teacher. I was like, I can't walk into this school with this amount of weed. I also cannot put it down on the ground because now I've got six-year-olds coming out of the school towards yeah, me. Yeah, and someone's going to find that too. Someone's going like, to find it. In. Yeah. yeah. I said, can you go get my kids? What do you think we should do? And she's like, well, Yeah, that's good. That's good you put it back on her. Yeah. She, what, what do you want to do Yeah, I was this? like, what do you want to do? Yeah. She goes, you have to call the police. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. nerd. Yeah, of course we've got to call the police. Good call. <laughs> so I'm like, Fuck. I'll go do that now. <laughs> I know. I really, in the, in the time, I should have just said, oh, Keep it in my bag And then I'll take it to the police <laughs> But she stood there And was like Are you going to call? And I was like <laughs> She was sizing up She yeah. already suspects you Of being yes. a weed mum And I was like Yeah Okay I'll call them So I call the cops I'm like Hey I'm standing here With some weed That The guy has clearly lost Off the bottom of his car I've got to pick my kids up from school. Could you make this quick and just come pick it up? And she's like, and she's giving me the thumbs up, but she's walking up the street like, good job, you. And then she goes to go get my kids because I'm just, so now I'm just standing here with, you know, an ounce of weed <laughs> thinking, why didn't I bring little scissors? And anyway, the cops come quicker than you can ever imagine. It's like the, Really? It was like the most exciting thing to come out of Manly, Wynnum. Like, <laughs> there's a drug dealer in our suburb. Get a, anyway, Fully sirens like whoop whoop pull up. And, what? And I'm like waving at them like I've called an Uber. Hey, over here, it's me. I'm the one who called kind of thing. It's like the guys get out and they're all like, you know, deep voice. He's like, You've uh Are you the are you the lady that called? I love how I get to a certain age where I'm the lady. Like Yeah, right. Are you the lady? At what point did that happen? Oh, uh, easily when I had a kid. I think a lot changed. Do you reckon that was just what it was just there was more the sensing the child Definitely. aspect? Definitely. As soon as I've had kids it's so people talk to me so differently. Like yeah. uh, like I'm not getting called sir yet by anyone other than like police or yeah. Like authoritative But you've figures. still got a man bun, so I don't think you're there yet. I don't yeah. think you're at sir level. Yeah. But, like, people get surprised that I might have had a life before kids. Like, Jake, who you live with, is mm. the biggest prime example of something that happened between us. And he went, 
oh, you're kind of like a fun mum. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, that's yeah. that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, though, like, don't hold any of his opinions <laughs> yeah. in high esteem. He is <laughs> he is a semi-functioning alcoholic. So. <laughs> <laughs> And hi to Jake if you're listening. Anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, so then he, this guy gets out and he comes towards me and he's like, um, so do you have the stuff? And I go, is, he goes, where is it? I was like, it's in my handbag. Obviously, why would I leave it here? Look how many kids are around me. He's like, oh, yeah, good point. I said, by the way, my fingerprints are all over this shit. So <laughs> I don't want to go down for anything. Yeah, well, the first thought from the cops is like someone's this, – this drug dealer mum's gotten cold feet. <laughs> This lady. I'll deliver it for you, darling. <laughs> she watched Weeds and thought, I could be just like the lady on the TV. And then now yeah. she's had second thoughts. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a heavy tin and it's a long way to walk. <laughs> anyway, the guy goes to me, um, so tell me what happened, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, look, he's coming around. He's clearly got the magnets. It's clearly come off the bottom of his car because he's speeding. And he's looking at me like... How do you know this? Oh, you know, yeah, true. He, You're giving up too like, much. I was giving, like, and I go, not very good magnets, personally. It's probably Bunnings. And I'm tr- he's fully trying to size me out. Like, is this yours? Like, Unlike thing. the other lady, this guy's immediately pictures. This is a weed mum. Yeah, totally, sure. totally. Yeah. And he's like, she's definitely done a few lines in a time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she's definitely railroaded something. Yeah. Like, yeah, look, mate, I'm on the ups today. I'm, I'm not, not yeah, up to exactly. I don't need any weed right now. Yeah. So you guys take this. I'm going to go. Yeah. It's <laughs> coming off a three week acid trip. Yeah. It's been wild. Um, then he goes to me. And he goes, well, you've done the right thing. And I said, well, to be honest, I didn't have any little bowls, all little plastic bags <laughs> to, try and, to try and get myself some out of this tightly sealed bag. And he's like, you said that to I said it to him, I go, I don't have any little scissors or a tiny bowl to get some of this for myself. So here we are. Yeah. And he, I said, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> and he just doesn't know how to take me. Like yeah. I am in full smart ass mode. And he goes, well, um, I think. And then at that stage, he, the guy comes back, the and car. He, the car comes back oh, because shit. he's clearly heard it come off the bottom of his car. Yeah. And I go, really? I I go, hey guys, just a heads up, that's him right there. Look at him, and he's like frantically looking on the road, like driving. Looks up, sees the cop car, and me, me standing with the tin. Old fuck up his day, oh, Mum Zamet, yeah. and he speeds off. The cops take foot, chasing him up the road to try and get his number plate. Right, and he goes to a red light and he loses them. Old fat fat cunts come back all out of breath. Oh, we didn't get it. Anyway, <laughs> like this. Whew. Anyway, we couldn't catch him. We didn't get his number plate. I said, "What are you going to do now?" And he's like. I think I'm going to take the weed out and put the tin back in the middle of the road. I said, you guys having a stakeout? <laughs> I said, I've got barbecue shapes and poppers in my car. Let's have a bake out. And, and then I cracked him. And then I got him and he laughed. <laughs> anyway, so then he's like, I think I think we're done here. If you could just uh, sign this and uh, you can throw away this piece of paper if you want. I was like, all right, have fun, boys. I get on the phone. I call my husband. I was like, you are not gonna believe what's happened and i'm telling him the story and i was like so i've got this like ounce of weed and all that he's like oh my god this is the best story ever i go 
Oh, I had to call the cops and give it back and goes, Yeah. This is the fucking shittest story I've That's ever the worst. heard in my life. I don't know. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I would have been the drug mum. You I didn't manage to pocket any of it? Like, no, nothing. I had no time. Like, the bag was so tightly sealed. For me to open it and try and get a, even a, I should have at least got a little. Oh, when you put it in your handbag. I know. Anyway, so I was like, I toyed with it all night. All night. I mean, my husband did make me feel it. Every time he walked past me, he'd literally just shake his head and go, fucking pathetic. Anyway. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The next day, I have my son's birthday. And the mum who I found it with is there. And there's all these other school parents there. And she's like, listen to this story. Oh, no. She's one of them. And she tells the whole story to everyone. And then and then they're like, she's like, and then Emma called the cops. And they're all of them like, oh, you definitely did the right thing. I'm like, did I? And then I kind of walked off. Meanwhile, my... Was mate, there any other mums at, sh- at that party that... I, I saw a few twinkles, but everyone doesn't know how to really reveal themselves when you're a school mum. A bunch of fucking nerds. I know. I could, I mean, so I you got a bunch of five-year-olds at school. You're telling me you're not going to get high and be like, that's a really nice drawing. <laughs> like, you should, you should... Like, why are you robbing your child of that kind of... Like, you know what I mean? Because that's the only way you'll look at their painting and honestly say it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, all the other times yeah. you're lying. Get high uh, and tell the truth. My kids are the worst drawers in the world. Like, that is amazing. What is that? Is that a what is that? Zoo? Well, no, is that an elephant? That's you. That's, that's dad. Yeah, exactly. And those are your red eyes that yeah. you always have. <laughs> so, mummy's the elephant. Great. Go to your room, you fuckhead. Uh, I'm drinking the Gatorade bottle, <laughs> but it's also a watering can. <laughs> it's got a hose in it. <laughs> oh god. So you'd be a great dad. You've already got a damn pap. Yeah, um, I've got it. <laughs> Anyway, so then the next, then at this same party, my mate is a federal cop and he is an undercover cop and he does the big drug busts in Brisbane. Hectic. He rocks up and Bryn's like, tell him. My husband goes, just tell him what happened. And I go, oh, mate, listen to this story. He goes, why don't you just keep it? I yeah, went, does he know the real you? I went, yeah, he fully knows the real me. Yeah. And I goes... What a sweet undercover gig he scored. Oh, I, He's like, my undercover gig is I pretend <laughs> to be a fed cop that's undercover <laughs> and be mates with her. <laughs> what an under... It's like the double fake. <laughs> God, I hope I'm allowed to, Anyway, yeah. He goes to me, he goes to me, why don't you just keep it? I went, are you joking? He goes, the market value, street value is not Nothing. much. Yeah. He goes, if you're in Canberra, you could have walked around with it. <laughs> yeah. He goes, but if that was cocaine... And you had it for in your car for a millisecond, mm. federal offense. You would have been done hard. And I was like, wow. well, if it was cocaine, I definitely would have pocketed it. I was like, yeah, exactly. I would have 100% said, like, oh yeah. my God, like, I could have sold that shit, made some money. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. You should have just kept. I was like, oh, I've made the wrong decision. <laughs> it's, it's, like, you definitely have when, it, when a fucking cop is also saying, know, like, you like, should have kept he's it. Like, he's like, don't even worry. It may be worth 600 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, and so that's the story of how I gave away weeds. But now you're known as the school. Like, it, now you've got the best undercover yes. um, for the school now. Yes. Now they think that you're like. You're real straighty 180, mum. I know. Because you're in the cops. But, like, are they stupid? If they came and saw me do stand-up, it's pretty evident I've lived a bit of a life. Like, yeah. 
But I guess it, it, most of them don't actually know I'm a comedian as well. Also, from the sounds of it, most of them are fucking boring nerds. Yeah, well, I they know... They probably don't even come to a stand-up comedy show. Yeah, well, that's true. They're like, that's a fun night out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I've made the right decision because this story has spread like wildfire. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> imagine if I did keep it. How yeah. much... I mean, that would have gone up. To, been weed, that right? would have been gone up to the principal. Yeah, yeah. That you're girl right. there, she's got an ounce of weed. Yeah, so what? It. So what happens next? Are you? Are they giving you a merit certificate at the next school yeah, assembly yeah, or like something? Manly Wynnum hero <laughs> saves the town. Yeah, saves the children. Saves the children from those <laughs> dirty, dirty drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my husband's divorcing me because I didn't come over. So there you go, Emma Zamet uh, with her story Weed Mum on Good Yarns, the first one kicking off our new season. Just a quick shout-out as well uh, to the people that are supported the Patreon, um, the Good Yarns Coffee and Beer Fund. That'll be getting put to use uh, when I'm down at the Adelaide Fringe, uh, like I said at the top. Shad and Pete Save the World. Uh, we've done some previews of it, a bit of audio on Good Yarns. You can go and check it out in the first season. Uh, if you want to see a bit more about the show, basically you rock up to it, put your problems in a bucket. Myself and Peter James, who does our theme song, uh, solved them on the spot with a bunch of awesome uh, comedian guests. So down at Adelaide for the Fringe, we're going to be in the Rhino Room. We're going to have uh, Nick Cody on the show, Luke Heggie, uh, Tor Snyder, Amy Hetherington, a bunch of people who are going to be performing as part of that show. So if you want to get around it, go to goodchatcomedy.com, go to my socials at Wicked Shad. Follow the links and also follow at Shad and Pete Save the World. And if you're on the Patreon, have a look on the feed there for a discount code that'll get you some cheap-ass tickets if you're in Radelaide. Uh, cheers for getting around the potty again. Season 2 is back. We'll have a new app up next week every Thursday from now on. Catch you later.